0: <laughs> it's, it's been so long since we recorded.
1: The Super Brawl.
0: The Super Brawl.
1: We don't have a title other than uh, The Bromance 16. All
0: right.
1: Jeff's leaving. Okay. Jeff's that's out. good. How, when was the last episode that we recorded? Was it? It wasn't November. It just got published today. <clears throat> it was February 12th. Okay. Oh, February 12th. Wow. That was when
0: Nick was on. Oh, I want some. No.
2: All right, sorry. I'm ready. I'm ready
0: to chew goldfish into the microphone. Perfect. Perfect. That's the kind of sound we want. (laughs) Remember that one episode where Eric was drinking a glass of or had water in his metal jug and it was full of crushed ice. Or there, no, was, no, there those, was one episode early on. I remember those are huge you know, like chunks tractor, of ice, and he had like
2: whiskey <laughs> on the rocks or gin and tonic or something. There was one of your uh, one of your bar fight
1: podcast. Yeah. you know I'm not an audio engineer, so we've had a lot yeah. of audio issues over the years. Hey, we're working through it.
0: Okay. Welcome to this episode of Dad Bod History, where the takes are old and the drinks are cold. I'm Jake. We got Eric, Jeff, and Cameron on tonight, and it is our Super Brawl, our bromance bracket, and we are in our sweet 16. So, gentlemen, before we get into that, how you guys doing?
1: Good enough. Let's roll. Do this. Great
0: to Let's quite great. <laughs> great. All right. I like it. Uh, you guys have anything go on over the week, weekend, or past two months since we last recorded?
3: Yeah, I, I had a great experience today. So, we, you know, when you just pure a golf ball and you just hit it so straight and just the way you draw it up in your mind. And it's such a rare thing that you No,
0: just, I've heard of this, but no, it's never happened. Never
3: <laughs> happened. It is. Tell me your story. It is euphoric. So all these years I've been playing with golf clubs that are too small for me. Surprise, surprise. And um, a, a friend of mine from church who literally had his own golf shop for years and and did that professionally, took one look at my golf swing and said, hey, you know, let's build you some new clubs and la, la, la. And I said, awesome, great. Let's, let's go out. So he took me out today just to the driving range to just stare at my swing. So just shot after shot after shot, he takes this club and he'll put a little weight on it and say, try this one. Takes a club and uh, no, that's not the right club. Here's another club. And I just hit it again. And, I hit the golf ball as well as I ever have in my life. Every shot was beautiful. And I'm, I am—I cannot wait to get back out do you on the think, course.
0: Do you think this is what has kept you from the tour? I
3: really do. Was the catcher
0: just too short?
3: Can I, I caddy still. for
1: you at next year's Masters you know, I,
3: I just I hope you guys Green are really time. nice to me in the next couple months because it's just a matter of time before I get my tour card.
1: Just a matter of time. I just want that white jumpsuit. Mm. The, the white coveralls? Those are pretty I, sick. I do. I can get you one of those. <laughs> Sweet. Can
0: Jeff be your smart talking caddy?
3: Oh, man. Yeah. Jeff's going to make me at least three shots better, you know. just with I think so.
0: It's going to be more magic. about what I say to the
2: other golfers. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. say anything to you. I'm going to talk wicked trash to the yeah. rest of the group. Yeah.
3: Imagine, imagine Tiger McElroy standing over a back. Butt, you know. I'm going to run
2: ahead to talk to the guys yeah. in front of us. Yeah. Good luck blocking out Jeff Peterson.
0: it's going to get real close when he when Jeff has that uncomfortably like he's 2 inches mm. away from your face and just staring at you. Yeah.
2: yeah. In, in my I, softball days, I always played catcher so I could talk smack to every single person on the I other did. team when they came up with bat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's got to be worth 3 to 5 runs in any given softball game. Oh, and it's
2: incredibly fun. It's more fun than hanging out in the comment room in the Huffington Post.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's two favorite places, catcher mm-hmm. and the Huff Po comment post.
2: Amen. Right.
3: What about That's you awesome, guys? Man. How so the... when are you get
0: the new clubs, he just did your swing. What's the ETN? The uh, new on the new clubs here? Yeah, I don't know.
3: I it, it's um he's gonna have to go into the lab. He's gonna have to do some measurements. <laughs> sure and um the golf science course, th- this kind of thing intense, can't be yeah. hurried gentlemen this this is a very delicate thing and he's going to need a lightning storm exactly. does he need the wood to, does he need the wood to speak to him like he has
0: to find the right the right composite exactly
3: exactly there's there's a uh-huh. whole ceremony involved i don't really understand it but hey you know it, it makes the golf ball fly straight
2: it's basically yeah. avatar 3 <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
3: right. So good. That's
0: awesome, man. I can't wait.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really good because I enjoy golf. I've, I've never been like a great player, but um, that's about to change.
0: Well, that's great because I've done a few scrambles with you. So now if we ever do a scramble again to know that it, I, there's even less pressure on me to perform well, <laughs> I'm really excited.
3: Yeah. So so pressure was what held you back there, Jake? Is that yeah. Otherwise you would have been great.
0: Yeah. I mean, the fact that I was wearing flip-flops and, <laughs> you know,
3: about 10 beers, deep.
0: 10 drinks in, but yeah, that's, that's not it. That's not what the problem was. It's too okay. much pressure. I understand.
1: My game always so improves. Uh, I've
0: got a quick story from the dad
2: bod front. As you guys are well aware, I've uh, recently re-entered uh, raising young kids and I have 2 mm-hmm. stepsons now, age nine and 10. And uh Tristan, the younger of the two, had a play this last weekend. So I'll go to the play and I'm running a little late walking the dog, but I managed to get to the house, take a shower in record time, haul ass across town. I get to the venue, like Arr! park the car like Ace Ventura. <laughs> it was beautiful. I walk inside, my wife, her parents are all sitting there and she looks at me, she goes, Oh, you're here. She goes, Where's Hudson? The older of the two. I was like, Oh no. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Nice. Hudson's at home. I was like, well, <laughs> he's probably okay. So she texted the neighbor lady. She came over and got him. She texted Ann back. She goes, "Yeah, he knew he'd been left behind." <laughs> you forget
3: one kid, one kid, and all of a sudden yeah. it's a whole thing. You're going to be hearing about that yeah. one for a yeah. long time to come.
1: Yeah, yeah you will.
0: We, at, at the end of the day,
3: how'd that feel, Jeff? <laughs>
2: You know what, Eric? I'll finish my story, and you can tell me how it felt.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, we we decided to go halves on responsibility. We both made some assumptions and move on. But why
0: do you ask, Eric? <laughs> no reason, just curious. <laughs> All right. I thought so. Is that why you asked the name of the kid that we left on a mountain about a week ago? Yes. Is that what connected? No, actually. What's was that kid? Out of nowhere. What was that kid that you left on a mountain?
2: It's too I soon. Was, I was out on a walk with Ann. We were walking the dog, and I told her that story, and I don't even think she believed me. So I just said, Yeah, watch this. And I, so I sent you guys the text while we're on the walk, and you are like, It's too soon. I go, See, that really happened.
3: Yeah. There's a statute oh. of limitations. You're good. You're fine, Eric. Yeah,
0: blessed. <laughs> Probably. He was my student. It wasn't even Eric's student. It was <laughs> mine. So. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah no, he no. Grader. He was an eighth grader. Tyler? No, he was a seventh grader that year.
1: I mean, he was a seventh grader <laughs> at one point because. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. He eventually made it to eighth grade because we found him. And then he moved
1: on <laughs> To the next class I, I know because two months later We went to, on the class trip Was it? And oh, he, it. he got that massive sunburn Two months later And I and I really wanted to razz him about it Because he got yeah. this huge sunburn And we told him And I was like No, nah, I, I better lay own. off <laughs> He gets a free pass <laughs> Because period, I uh,
2: Did you guys get all the way back to campus Before you realized you were one man
1: down? His dad Absolutely. was looking for him, and I'm like, "Where is he?" <laughs>
0: Ouch! <It> was <laughs> everything's fine.
3: He's fine.
1: It was so. It was. God, it no. was one. Of, it just. God damn! Everything I'm going to say is just going to sound like a bad excuse, but there were. So my dad is an airline pilot. He says, you know, uh, you can have multiple failures in an airplane and it won't crash. Right. But it's the Swiss cheese lining up when you get a hole all the way through. That's a problem. It's just enough things went wrong that it stacked up and perfect storm would not be a good uh, member of the U.S. military. You know, it it's kind of like in we Home left Alone man behind. when
0: when the McAllister's are rushing out of the house to get into the airport van mm-hmm. and that neighbor kid jumps into the van to grab something. Yep. And they think that's Kevin. Did it throws you stop? off just enough. Just that, just that one.
1: They I, I can still remember, like, we're at the base of the mountain and I'm counting. And while I'm counting, somebody says. Wait, 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 uh, you counted? And you still <clears throat> <I'm snorted throat> up a man down? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Here, here's what. I got it. We counted at the last stop coming down the mountain. And we're coming down the mountain and I'm like. I'm thinking I got to take account. And I have a parent say to me, hey, this kid is going to go with me this time. And some kids switch places and some go on the bus with my wife. And it's like, OK, I guess everyone's got everyone. But that was not the case. Right. And so. Anyways, I count religiously on field trips. Well, now you do. I never fail to count. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, thank you, Cameron.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, before Eric incriminates himself anymore, let's move on to this bracket. Oh, real quick.
1: Fun story we just made up, everyone.
0: Relax. That was was hypothetical, possibly. Uh, My son had his first soccer game this weekend, and he paid attention for about 15% of it. Uh, The rest of the time, he was... Not focused on the ball, but that fifteen percent he was—he he actually did pretty well. He had a blast. It was awesome.
3: Yeah, at, at that so age, this was his sport, first game.
0: Too. Yeah, first organized sport, big deal for him.
3: What? At that age, it's, it's oh, so awesome That's awesome because the the statistics I... in five, six year old soccer is not goals scored or assists or anything. It's you know number of butterflies caught or you know, yeah. times running off the field for no reason because they well, saw and- something interesting. So I'm with you there you know, in
0: the practice earlier that week, things weren't looking good because <laughs> there was a lot of him sitting on the ground, just pulling grass mm-hmm. and putting it in his hair. Yeah. And uh, so he really, he sharpened up for game time though. He, he was a lot better, a lot more focused. It sounds like
2: a young messy.
0: <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> But he had fun. We didn't know how he was going to take to it, but he, he seems to really enjoy it. So we're excited.
1: Awesome. For a moment, I thought Jeff brought over a charcuterie board, <laughs> but it's his pipe. It's a fine collection of meats
2: and cheeses and <laughs> olives, Eric. Nothing
0: says, nothing says bromance like a
2: charcuterie board. That's right. Nothing says Texas bromance discussion like. All
0: right. Well, let's get into this bracket. And uh, so we're down to our final 16. Uh, we'll see how it goes. we might we might get through the whole rest of the tournament tonight. So we've gone through our four eras: the bromance or bro roke bro lightenment bro modernism, and Brotiquity uh, that winnowed down our our contestants to these top sixteen elite bromances. We're going to put them through the ringer and uh, with a series of plausible yet ridiculous hypotheticals
1: and see which one comes out as the the bromance to rule them all. Hey, quick question. Cameron, are you running like a washing machine in that room with you? Uh, just a fan. No. Okay.
3: (laughs) I mean, there's a ceiling fan. You're going to have
0: to sweat it out, man.
3: (laughs) Yeah, uh,
0: It's just my NutriBullet. bullet. All right. (laughs)
1: It's uh, just just picking it up up a lot over here.
2: uh, Just a, (laughs) it's just a belt sander that I've got set up in the other
0: room. Why do you ask?
2: (laughs) Just a fan.
0: (laughs) Well, let's get started. So our first matchup is Alexander and Hephaestion versus Sherlock and Watson. So we've got Alexander. King of the Macedon, Macedon, the one of the greatest empires in history, with Hephaestion, his possible lover, but also an excellent general in his own right. They grew up together as friends, um, trained together, were, you know, lifelong friends. And then you have Sherlock and Watson, fictional characters. Um, Sherlock kind of being the aloof genius, and Watson being the more empathetic doctor. And uh, another great friendship there. So let's get into it and generate a random question. Okay. So (laughs) he's fine, but we're at the hospital. And maybe this is applicable to me because I cut myself up today doing yard work. Uh, You guys are at a party celebrating and uh, getting a little bit hammered. One of the guys says, check this out. And then the next thing you know, you're driving to the hospital. Uh, who's driving? Who's calling the injured guy's wife um, to let him know that we're fine, but uh, we got to go to the hospital real quick. So, who would you pick in this situation, Alexander and Hephaestin or Sherlock and Watson? Um, I'm gonna first of all, I gotta say, with my Sherlock
2: and Watson, um, I prefer a nice Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock over, uh, mm-hmm. like, say, a Robert Downey Jr. or something off the old BBC Um, and he's a great Sherlock. I would trust him for sure in that situation. Um, Alexander's he's not going to take direction very well. It's he doesn't, I don't see him caring. So I'm going Sherlock. He at least is going to play along. That's my guess. That's my vote.
1: Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I have Watson doing the driving though. And Sherlock making the phone call. And in his own sociopathic way, manipulating whoever he's calling to uh, to calm down. So
0: that's interesting because I would flip it. I would go Watson would be the one calling because he is the doctor. So he has the bedside manner. Mm -hmm. He can, you know, apply a tourniquet in the meantime. But you want to you want to traumatize that that wife that's on the
1: receiving end by having Sherlock call. No, I want him just to like only give information that is helpful to the situation. Okay, I think he handles the people better. Not not better, really. He manipulates them better, right? <laughs> okay. I mean, Sherlock. I don't know that he. I don't know. It I, doesn't matter. I, I go with Sherlock yeah, and Watson agreed. over Alexander.
0: OK. Cameron,
3: I think I'm going uh, Alexander and Hephaestion here. Um, when, oh, when, we got dissent. when you've got a, a couple of guys that are soldiers that are warriors. They've seen a few things and they're going to be able to honestly say, hey, you know, this is no big deal. Walk it off. You're all right. <laughs> and and they're uh, gonna be able to minimize. it. Walk obvious. it off. I love it.
1: You know. Hey, it, don't forget.
3: He got stabbed in the head with a sword. It's a you know little Watson.
1: Injury. Watson was a veteran, so he's an old soldier no, no, himself. No, no,
0: I like Cameron's, but I do like Cameron's take on it. I think the walk it off. It's fine. We'll bandage you up. Yeah. You'll be fine.
3: You ever been, been around a war vet? Nothing, nothing rattles them. You know, they're like, eh, it's OK. My
1: <laughs> or or everything rattles yeah, them. Or
3: every- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the the buddy I'm specifically thinking of, you know, did a couple of tours and he's absolutely unflappable. So um that's that's what I've got in my head for Alex and have OK, I like it. All right.
0: Let's go to question two.
1: So much dead air. It's driving Okay, me crazy. I'm
0: sorry, Eric. <laughs> no, I'm it's not your we'll fault. It's that. the rest of us. Yeah. All right, Beer Fest. So, <laughs> if you ever seen the movie Beer Fest, it's not as good as Super Troopers, but it's pretty solid. Hmm. While attending your grandfather's funeral, you find out his last wishes, wishes were to have his ashes spread in Germany, his homeland. Uh, during Oktoberfest, no certainty you go there, um, that you make it to the Rhineland, you find out that your grandfather um, was actually part of a secret underground beer drinking competition. Who do you want to compete with you in this beer fest? And that includes Quarters, uh, Beer Pong, and The Boot. Who do you want, Alexander and Hephaestion, or Sherlock and Watson? And I think this is tougher. This one's, This one might be a little bit tougher. Hmm.
2: Um, I'm going to go Alexander and Hephaestian in this one. Um, I like, you know, Cameron, some of Cameron's logic on the previous question. Uh, these guys have been in military campaigns. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, not to equate drinking games with military campaigns, but I think there's a certain uh, there's a through line, line. That, that goes through both of those. Yeah, a good crossover. Um, I see that going well. Um, I, you know, Sherlock, I'm sure would be no slouch. I don't know. Uh, what I would think of Watson, but Sherlock has done, you know, enough illicit drugs that he's probably going to be just fine through all this, but I'm going through, I'm going with the military, man.
3: I I don't know a lot about Alexander and Hephaestion. I don't, I, I feel like they would really be able to get after it. I mean, as far as absolute drinking, drinking people under the table, they're going to win. But I want some some English gentlemen with strategy on my team when we're talking about drinking games. So strategy Sherlock is, key. is a little bit of a tricky shyster, you know. Takes a little, you know. Got, <laughs> got that background that I don't know. I want him on my team in a game like this. Watson's going to be a steady you know, hand. It, He's going to be a good decision maker, and you got to be his, smart. If you're his
2: cocaine that. and morphine use is going to come in handy.
3: Yeah, that's going to give him that
0: staying power. Yep. Also, it's uh, it's not just drinking. I mean, it's games of skill, which I bet Sherlock would be really good at. Yeah. I bet he's, I bet he's really good at quarters.
3: Because look, all of these games, I bet Alexander's better into physical challenges. Okay. There might be an arm wrestle. There might be, you know, some darts. There might be, you know, you never know where the night's going to take you. You need a little bit of strategy okay. on your side.
2: Alexander and Hephaestan probably had sex with each other, so could the wrestling could spill over into that?
1: <laughs> is is there olive oil involved? Always. Always. Question. So you're going Sherlock, Cameron, right? Sherlock yeah. and Watson. He wants that English to <clears throat> I uh, I gotta, I gotta go with Sherlock and Watson here. I think they're they're better equipped to handle this type of situation.
3: Okay. Down goes the number 1 seed.
1: Oof. Hey, well, how many questions do we, we do? One more We're question. doing three questions.
3: Yeah, first to five. Of so seven. I'm sorry.
0: Alexander and Hephaestion still got a shot here. Next question. All right. Well, <laughs> this is interesting. Fourth of July party. Who do you want to throw a Fourth of July party? Alexander and Hephaestion <laughs> or Sherlock and Watson? Neither of them are American, so kind of an oddball, but which one would you rather go to? Uh, it's not easy.
1: Well, Sherlock and I'm about, Watson I'm simply can
2: Alexander it. and Hephaestion. Um, they've celebrated big doings in their time together. Uh, the greatest... Empire short of Genghis Khan they've conquered some people they've had some stuff to party
0: about um when was Sherlock Holmes alive was 1890s early 1900s okay
2: so he knew about America yeah I'm still going Alexander to face because Sherlock Holmes is
1: a Brit he's not I don't know I don't associate anything they do with fireworks so he's out. Yeah, I have to go with Alexander and Hephaestion as well, simply because Sherlock and Watson, as I feel like they'd be a little bit British too British imperialist. about it. Yeah. Yeah, they can't. Oh, Alexander the lost colony. Yeah. yeah. You know, Alexander and Hephaestion could, like, be immigrants to America from Greece, open up a good Greek restaurant, <laughs> and enjoy America. I think that would be them.
3: Okay,
0: I like it. Cameron, do you want to finish it off? I mean, Alexander and Hephaestion already take it. But
3: Yeah, I, no, I, that I it's just going to add. We're all tied oh, up. Forward, forward. Tied. Okay. Oh,
0: sorry. It's all tied up. It's on you, Cameron. Cameron.
3: I'm, I'm with you guys. with no pressure. Alex and Hifatian. Um When I think of that, I, I may draw a parallel between um, Manifest Destiny. I feel like they're going to really get on board with Manifest Destiny. And as you know, shocking as that is, hey, we get to do this because God said so. Um, I feel like Alexander would would really get on board with that. And, hey, I'm going to slaughter and pillage this city just because God told me to do it. Um, <laughs> Not, and that's that's, that's, that's the American way. American yeah.
2: thing, <laughs> especially when you think you are God. So.
0: OK, All right. Alexander and Hephaestion, the number one thieves, survive a scare and move on. That brings us to our next round: Mark Twain and Nikola, Nikola Tesla uh, versus Obi Wan and Anakin. Okay, ah, plus, here we go. Before I get before I get into this, first place. Jeff's voting three
1: times for Obi Wan and Anakin. Yeah,
0: <laughs> who's the favorite? Mark here? it
1: down. Who's the just, favorite?
0: Just, oh, Obi Wan and Anakin. Just Ab- looking at the names.
2: Obi Wan and Anakin. <clears throat> you can have you have two Jedi Knights. One turns into the ultimate Sith Lord against. At first, I thought it was Shania Twain. I mean, they don't stand a chance. What is this? <laughs>
0: Shania Twain, yeah. Shania Twain and Elon Musk. That's actually what Twain and Tesla means here. That, now so, that's a
2: bromance right there.
0: Yeah, there we go. All right. Yeah, I agree. Obi Wan and Anakin. Hey, I've been watching the Clone Wars, the animated series. I'm on like halfway through season five. It's awesome. It's, it's outstanding. So good. Yeah, it
2: gets really good after season two season up uh, season two. It's <clears throat> it's for kids. After that, it's it's war crimes committed by the Empire. Yeah. It's fabulous. Yeah,
0: It's uh, good stuff. All right. So let's get into the questions. Heavy favorites might have a one up here. A heist. So for retiring from the game. Yeah, I want to make one last score. Who do you want to put on your crew? Obi-Wan and Anakin or Mark Twain and Nikola Tesla? Uh,
1: Obi-Wan and Anakin. Uh, Twain and Tesla are not stealing anything from anyone ever. Like out of principle or just they don't have the ability? They're just too like locked into whatever else they're doing. Okay. Tesla's tinkering. Twain is writing. They never think twice about doing a heist. I mean
0: Tesla had his stuff stolen, so maybe that's not great yeah, for so a heist.
1: He, he that's not who he is.
3: I'm with Eric. That's a that's a good answer.
2: Yeah, there's no way it's not Obi-Wan and Anakin. I mean, how do you gonna pull off a bank heist with two Jedi? There's the mind trick, no the Jedi downside. Mind trick alone. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. probably don't even have to shoot or slice anybody in half. You just walk right out of there. You still would. You just don't have to. Well, Anakin would, depending on where we are in his yeah. arc. But, it's yeah. a bunch of children. Absolutely. I mean, Vader'd slice him up on the way in. He wouldn't even wait till the way out. Yeah. He'd, he'd go back the next day and find out who talked do it again. slice them up. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's a 3 0 sweep on that first question. Let's see if we can, Twain and Tesla can make a comeback here. Doubtful, but we'll see. God, yeah, they're not going to. All right, bar fight. Who do you want in a bar fight with you? Obi-Wan and Anakin or Nikolai Tesla.
2: And moving on to the next round of the bracket. That
0: was a good round, guys. I, I really crisp like, work, good
1: broadcast, everybody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice and tight. I feel like all right. Well, next Tesla next pairing, this Kirk. Far, anyway. It was a why waste time? No. it's amazing. It's amazing they made it to the Sweet exactly. Sixteen.
1: Really, they were playing over <laughs> their heads anyway.
0: They had their run. The Cinderella story is over.
1: Small ball is great.
0: UK is here. Let's High see.
1: motor.
2: I'm <laughs> pretty play. intrigued by Kirk and Spock versus Madden and Summerall. This this should be good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> This has a lot of you potential. Know, well, it you know, really.
0: Kirk and Madden, Madden
1: is, really are the same, aren't they? They're not they? that
0: different. Madden <laughs> and Summerall are the Kirk and Spock of broadcast football.
1: Yeah, football. <laughs> not no that argument. All
0: right, let's see what the question is. Number 21, pub golf. All right. What? A nine nine hole or nine bar pub golf tournament. Uh, Two teams. Uh, Which bros, Kirk and Spock or Madden and Summerall, would you want on your pub golf team? So you go nine bars. Each bar has its own drinking challenge. Who do you want there with you? What's the
2: goal of pub golf for the uninitiated? Well,
0: you. Theoretically, you want to not throw up halfway through, but <laughs> okay, mistakes have happened. Yeah. Uh, so you got to go to the bar. Each bar has a challenge. Uh, you keep score um, as you go I'm, through each I'm bar. I'm going Madden
2: wins. and I'm going Madden and Summerall here. I'm, I feel like he's got kind of a Harry Carey thing where he's almost certainly been. Intoxicated, inebriated on a broadcast We've all listened to He's just slobbering on and on about Brett Favre or something like that And
1: um, Those skills translate
2: well I don't know if
1: Dang, I could go for a bratwurst right now That sounds good (laughs) That's a non I think Pat Summerall is
0: one of those I think Pat Summerall is one of those quiet drinkers Yeah, But he's like a tank Mm -hmm. Like he just He's had 26 beers and you can't tell Sort of thing He's one of those guys. He's just crushing old styles. Would Kirk drink Bud Light? Mm. Ooh, we're gonna get controversial. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Kirk cares.
2: I mean, he bagged a green check. I don't think he cares. Yeah, I think he's, he's that. fine. what he's he's down for the cause. Whatever. Whatever <laughs> we put in front of him, he's games, man. Anything yeah. by AB and Bev, he's up for. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we got we got one nothing. I I went mad in summerall. What would? would uh, Eric Cameron, I, do I don't know start.
1: how to approach Spock. I don't know if Romulans drink. See, a Romulan, oh, no, but he's Vulcan. He's a Vulcan. They're related. They're related. And
0: I will say, Vulcan physiology is superior to that of a humans, so
1: he ah, could drink
0: really well, which may be an advantage.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I think. They'd be a good team here.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to go with Kirk and Spock. Wow. I like the team angle. That's a good, that's a good thought. Mm.
3: Yeah. Cameron. Um, when, when
1: I, think is pup golf a team sport?
3: It absolutely yes. is. Yeah. You're only as good as your buddy. They're so <laughs> definitive. Yes, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> are you
0: done? Are you done with the stupid questions?
2: Eric? Are you done embarrassing
1: yourself? <laughs> Eric? I've been playing solo this whole time.
0: <laughs> Eric just you're goes off so by, by himself. So yeah. I can never throwaway. get
1: past the fourth hole.
0: <laughs> I'm drinking for two.
3: Playing shorthanded. <laughs> um I I like what Jake said. You know, they're going to they're going to talk about Favre and when I think Brett Favre, he's uh thrown back his share of drinks. In his in his day, another renowned drinker. I, I think that yeah. they just share that kinship with him. Hell, they probably even drank with Brett Favre somewhere. And if you drink with that Brett Favre, oh, yeah. you're going to be a big game player. You're going to come up with a mm-hmm. with the big play at the right time. And yeah, they've they've definitely learned a thing or two from Favre, Madden, and Summerall. And there. like like, let's just say
0: they're. Their booth presence is incredible. I would want them, even if we lost, <clears throat> I would want them to be on my yeah. team because it would be so entertaining yeah. having them. Anyway. Yeah.
2: anyway All right. You know so what? Men's. I just Googled some images of them, and the older Madden and Summerall, you could knock them over with a feather. Young Madden and Summerall, that's Bill Brasky. That Madden. Bill he's got Brasky. more hair. Oh, my God. He will... Yes, he's drinking like on camera. I'm sure of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. God, he's horrifying. Look at that. <laughs> Eric, you have to put some images of young men yeah. and summer all up. Just, all right, pressure. give me a moment. Okay. Just, just not, give me not a moment.
2: right now. You do have to do it right now. In post, do in post, it in post where you work Eric. all your oh, magic. Come on.
0: Just fix it in post. post. Do it in Instead post. Of teaching. Right, just let Chad GPT
2: do the teaching and you can work next. on this.
0: Next question. All right, week um weekend at Bernie's. So you get invited to your boss's place. <clears throat> Boss died, was murdered. You got to pretend the whole weekend that he's still alive, uh, so you can keep the party going on. Who do you want there to to help you keep the con going? Kirk and Spock, or Madden and Summerall?
2: Gosh. See, I don't, I, I, don't know if Spock's really gonna participate. I see Kirk being all in.
0: Oh, Kirk would definitely be all in
2: because yeah. Kirk will, T- Kirk does whatever it takes. Sp- I don't know if Spock's going to Spock find would the whole just thing. call
1: it all into question. Well, this is it's illogical. illogical. Yeah. He
2: doesn't like it. Nerds. Why are we even doing this? But then I, I'm fascinated by these pictures of a young John Madden. I think he can do anything. <laughs> I would follow this man anywhere. I see why he's so great. I'm going Madden and Summerall again. I can't help myself.
1: I also think that's the right choice.
0: Yeah. All right, Cameron, are you going to save Kirk and Spock or is Madden and Summerall moving on?
3: And it pains me to say this a little bit, but Spock would make you question yourself. Spock is so smart that he would say, really? And you'd be like, wait, he might have a point here plus he's got his uh his mind tricks on you. I, I I think that Spock, although a huge liability most of the time, I think he's an asset here and Kirk is you know going to spin his stories and spin his webs and I think that's going to that's a good one to punch in this scenario. Right. Spock's an asshole. Come on. <laughs> If if he could, but all of these movies, you gotta have, so I I, I think he's an asset in this case.
2: That's why star Trek sucks because one of the two main characters is such an a-hole it's
3: (laughs) so, but,
0: but you know what, that kind of works for the movie, right? Because isn't Andrew McCarthy and John Silverman, isn't Silverman like he's the more straight laced guy Mm -hmm. and then McCarthy's is a little more free friend, right?
1: What movie are we, we talking Weekend about?
0: Weekend at Bernie's.
1: Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, oh okay. Right?
0: I was Star Trek. <laughs>
1: yeah. John wow. Silverman. He's in Star Trek. The what are these? What movie is this? Is there a new I'm one? Just making stuff up. <laughs> yeah, they rebooted it some more. I really right, like anyway, Chris Pine as Kirk. Uh, Kirk
0: and Spock you... move on. Kirk, er, they stay alive for this third question.
1: Okay. Right? Because that yeah, was your boy. pick, Cameron? And, hey, Cameron, any way you can turn up sure. your volume? Is that better? All right. Next question. Cool. Yeah, I think so. Number uh,
0: 19. All right. So who's your winner wingman? <laughs> you're at the bar. You're talking up with some lovely young lady. And then your buddy who's just on the phone with his ex-girlfriend storms out of the bar and you got to go chase him down and pick him up at a McDonald's and get him home. Who are you picking to help you out there? Kirk and Spock or Madden and Summerall?
2: Can I take it's one gonna... off each team? Can I take Kirk and Madden?
0: Can I do that? <laughs> no, that's the dream sorry. team here. We can't mix bromances. I, I thought you were going to say that. No, sorry man. I, I hate to whip a dead
2: horse. This young John Madden, he looks like a, he looks like Chris Farley in his prime. I I can't help it. I'm all over John Madden.
1: <laughs> I mean, Chris Farley peaked and <laughs> So Chris you know? Listen, Madden, Madden just lived too long. Madden
3: just <laughs> lived too long.
0: OK,
2: you, you, you're the hero or you live long enough to become the villain. That's that, it.
3: That may have been the most dominant performance by one man in a duo ever. I mean, he single handedly. Oh,
0: that's a good point.
3: Three, three votes there. For
0: so Jeff. what's interesting is in the previous. Hey, that's Madden, <laughs> baby. That's that's the power of a young Madden. This is, yeah. I mean, in the previous round, we had uh, Madden going up against Pop and Duncan. And uh, Madden and Summerall took Pop and Duncan yeah. to the cleaners as much as Eric yeah. tried. And Pop's right, got next. some yank.
2: That's a tough – That's a that, that was an upset, I think.
0: Yeah. All right, next one. Henry VIII and Thomas Moore versus Batman and Robin. Could not be more diametrically opposed pairing here. I like it. All right. Let's see what we get. Deserted. Okay. Uh sorry. You are on a this is basically the theme from Castaway. You're on a FedEx plane, uh, which crashes into the ocean. You wash up on shore with a bunch of packages. You gotta survive for five years. Who do you want there with you? Batman and Robin or Henry the Eighth and yes. Thomas Moore?
1: Henry yeah, the Eighth and Batman. Thomas More are gonna be absolutely worthless. Yeah, they're gonna be arguing constantly and but Henry yeah. VIII Eighth might be able to hunt something for us, but no better than Batman and Robin could.
2: No, Henry VIII, Eighth, his hunting has all been done on a silver platter. It's been hunting parties yeah. and yep. the stag has been located, sire, and they go out and they some stag tied to a tree. Ah, he runs up and stabs <laughs> it in the neck. Yeah. Yeah, take all that
0: away. Nothing. <laughs> So, that's two for Henry, or Batman and Robin. Cameron, you got to... So,
3: I, I feel like I asked this last time, but I, right. I need clarification. So, I'm going to be on this island for five years. I, I have no chance of, of escape. Five years. Not until five okay. years is up. But after five years, I might, I might be able to get out of this. You might escape. You might get rescued. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, five I, years. I think I would drown myself <clears> if I had to listen to Henry and Thomas go at it for five years. <laughs> so let's go, Batman and that's Robin. That's a powerful
1: statement. Uh, so it's, it's not like, in favor of a Batman and Robin; it's just I, opposed I just to the other two.
3: Can't live with that situation for five years. It's not happening.
0: I think that's fair because I think they'd be get oh, they'd, they'd get really insufferable. So I mean, they they'd start out as buddies, <laughs> then they'd hate each other. They probably try. Well, to yeah, if I'm other. not
2: mistaken, didn't Henry VIII yeah, he knight ex- and then didn't... behead Thomas More? He...
0: Yeah, he made him like chancellor, and then he had him killed after Thomas More spoke out against Henry getting divorced all the time. Okay, so, and uh, Batman yeah. ended up getting Robin killed, but
2: he didn't kill him. He didn't want his young ward yeah. dead. So, which uh, which which story is that in?
0: Uh, that was uh, the, Death in the Family.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Where Joker is a uh, an, an emissary Drake. for Iran, I believe, and he gets diplomatic immunity, and he kills Joker with a or kills Robin with a crowbar. It's brutal.
0: Yeah, that was Tim Drake, right?
2: Um, no, 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 that was
0: um. Uh, Tim Drake Todd. was the third Robin. Todd, Jason Todd,
2: Jason Todd. Actually, there was. you go.
0: Which was interesting that whole because they wrote in the comic like. All right, Bat fans, vote. Do you want Jason Todd to live or die? And all the fans said, kill him. And so then they had to follow through. It was really controversial. I forgot that part of it, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, get the fans involved. And the fans said, kill Jason Todd.
2: And this was in the 80s when people were reading a lot of comics. This was peak comic books, too. Well, and
0: how do you do that kind of poll? At the end of the issue, you just said you write in your vote here or call it in here.
1: Oh eight
0: hundred number. On
3: phone, one yeah, one wow. eight hundred number let him live. Interesting. Exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. Is, all right. The
0: eighties. Next one. Okay. Uh house party. So you're throwing a house party. Who do you want to help you plan it? And uh, throw this shindig. Henry the Eighth and Thomas More. Batman and Robin.
2: Um, Batman we, not Tom, known for his parties. I mean, Bruce Wayne maybe, but I mean, is Bruce Wayne included here or no? Technically, it's Batman and Robin, but Batman is Bruce Wayne. Um, but still, I'm going Henry VIII. If he that that dude partied, right?
0: That dude knew how to party. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I, I gotta Thomas go. Thomas More might be
0: a stick in the mud, but Henry will... Henry. Yeah, no, Henry
2: can can carry his water anytime.
1: So, yeah, I'm yeah, going Thomas to Thomas Moore eat. will be in the kitchen at the cage well, saying, actually, I didn't approve their, of this.
0: No, actually, before they had their falling out, they were big, they were drinking buddies. They were like they would go on hunting parties together, and they'd go carousing around town. So, before they hated each other, they they did party
1: together. Just because Henry's wife is out of town doesn't mean he should be having a party.
0: <laughs> okay, well that's fair. I understand. Yeah, I like
1: that one too. All
0: right, Cameron, can you handle listening to Henry the Eighth and not drowning yourself for a night? Or you yeah, going Batman I think in and that Robin. Setting
1: or- it's totally
3: different. You know, I I think he's going to be the life of the party. I think he's going to be great to be around. He's you know the cops are going to be called, but there's going to be some fireworks. But it's going to be an awesome time. So, yeah, Henry and and Thomas.
1: I was worried this. Jake, you're muted. I'm sorry. I was worried the Sweet 16 was going to be. Like more competitive, but we've had uh, uh, this is a competitive one, but. Well, you know, Some sometimes of these are getting... the
0: Cinderella stories end. Yeah. Pretty pretty spectacularly. Yeah, I... I felt like and I can't find it right now, but I felt like <laughs> there's a story that Henry the just because we're talking Batman and Robin, he dressed up and would like go fight crime in London nice. for fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> no way. I'm pretty sure it was Henry the Eighth. <laughs> Check with chap GPT, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was it was one of the English hints. I think like on on. the eighth. He would dress up as a vigilante and go fight crime because he was bored, and then he got arrested once. He's like, eh, it happens. And then like I'm pretty sure. Oh I'm I might be wrong. I'm basing this off nothing concrete right
1: now, just a thought in my head. I, I like the idea that, that we keep mispronouncing chat GPT as chap. GPT. Chappy. Yeah, chappy. He's chap. Did Henry VIII fight uh, crime?
2: Henry VIII, King of England from 1509 to 1547, is not generally considered a crime fighter in the modern sense (laughs) of the term. (laughs) It goes on from there to talk about he enacted certain laws, but. Says this would be purely fictional.
1: I I think we're going to need a citation, Jake. Chat GPT may produce inaccurate information
0: just as a
1: disclaimer. All right, Janice, check it,
0: dig into this for us. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> tell, tell me if I'm totally wrong here, which is possible. Anyway, third question. All right, number 31, <laughs> start a podcast. So who would you rather start a podcast with, Henry VIII and Thomas More or Batman and Robin? Also, what is the theme of
1: the podcast? It doesn't matter. Henry VIII and Thomas More arguing constantly. I'd love to have a record of all of this. Okay.
0: You know, yeah, the
2: the whole arc of the Henry the and Thomas More. Um, you know, they're thick as thieves. He comes into Thomas More comes into Henry the Eighth service, but then opposes him on on the the on the the split from uh, the Catholic Church. Ends up having him beheaded. He gives a nice speech just before his head's cut off. I mean, Robin and Batman and Robin. You know, all the homoerotic sub-references aside, that's probably a pretty one-sided conversation most nights. So um <laughs> I'm going Henry the
0: All right, that seals it. Cameron, do you have yeah, a my, protest my vote, vote wouldn't or have mattered you but
3: you know, Batman and Robin, that is when I when I when they started talking about the the great duos of sports and you know, Shaq and Kobe and um you know, some of these magic and Kareem, those were all based off of Batman and Robin, you know, they are the ultimate Batman and Robin. And that, that kind of seems like it's the, I, I don't know, the silver, you know, the, the best of the best when it comes to just bros, it just sticks in the mind. The Batman and Robin podcast sounds better than the Henry and Thomas podcast. So, I'm with you guys. Interesting story arc, a lot more to talk about, but Batman and Robin would have, they would have made a good podcast. Just name recognition. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it would have gone
0: viral. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. All right. Uh, That's it for that side of the sweet 16. Let's move on to the next. We have Maverick and Goose. Oh, this is an all timer right here versus Brady and Gronk. I like this. I like this matchup. Uh, first blush, got any favorites? A
3: Who do you think's going to take it? Man, I don't know. This is uh, this is going to come. Man, out this is.
2: I gotta go Maverick. I gotta go Maverick and Goose. Just my gut. Just
1: I can't believe there are nine seed. This they're they're a low seed. They're the Cinderella story that's remaining. Okay. <laughs>
0: Cameron, you got any thoughts on yeah, a favorite? I mean, real
1: scrappy, high exactly. motor.
3: Maverick and Goose, they, you know, they're a little bit dangerous. They um, get off to a slow start in the in the regular season. Maybe they're they're two and five after, you know, after a couple weeks in. But they rally at the right time. And they are just a, a one-two punch. And, you know, Brady and Gronk, yeah, they're great. But Maverick and Goose, man. And they've got the USA thing going for them. Oh, I don't know. All right.
1: All right. Well, the question is. Yeah. Stick it to unnamed faceless enemy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We're better than that. Settle uh, down, movie okay. critic. Come on. Know, let's what do what this. What
0: are we talking about here? Uh, a bar fight. Who do you want to have your back in a bar fight? Maverick and Goose
3: or Brady Maverick and Rock? Goose. Not close. Really, but you the, don't the, want Gronk no, swinging haymakers no, for Maverick you? And Goose, they they got such the home court advantage there. Brady, Brady's not a bar drinker. I think they would stick Barty, up for you. Brady wants to drink on the boat after winning a Super Bowl. Brady's a little bit soft when it when it comes to a fight. You know, he's yeah. got weak knees. Maverick and Goose, all the way.
2: A slider called Goose a pussy, and he didn't do anything about it.
3: It wasn't the right time, man. At the end of the volleyball scene when Maverick
2: had to leave. Come on, Mother Goose, you no, pussy. He, 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 Sorry you about all this, Eric. Um,
3: it's fun. Don't sell those things on the volleyball court. You solve it in the bar and in the air.
0: That's <laughs> fair. All right. Well, all right.
1: Well, well said. Goose. I, I like it as well. To Jeff's question, to his point, Goose knows when to throw the punch and when not to. Mm-hmm. Discretion okay, listen, is a in a part bar of the power. fight.
2: It's not, a bar fight is not about discretion. It's about having your head on a swivel for somebody caters a bud bottle into your temple. Okay. But that's the I thing. Need, I need six foot seven Gronk back there laying dudes out four at a time. I do not need Goose out there in a t shirt when everybody else on the <laughs> volleyball court is shirtless. It is clearly anybody in Gronk. It could be Martha Stewart in Gronk. I just Okay. <laughs> I'm voting for Brady and Gronk.
3: Are Brady you? Gronk? <laughs> Are you sure? That was a great rant. Well done, Jeff.
0: <laughs> if all Supreme Court dissents were scathing is what Jeff just said. <laughs> That'd be incredible. All right. Next question. it's a repeat. I don't want to do that one. Golden ticket. So you get to expand your friend circle and you're given the choice of two very exclusive bro groups. You get to invite it to one of these two pairs. So you can either become part of the circle of Maverick and Goose or Brady and Gronk. Who do you pick and why? Hmm. Look, I know
2: I'm on the outside here and I know that I think I brought Maverick and goose to the party,
0: but can, can, can you repeat the question? This is a little nuanced. Let's hear that again. So you are getting invited into <laughs> one of two select bro groups. So Brady and Gronk are extending an invitation to you, Jeff Peterson to join their circle of friends or Maverick and goose. Mm-hmm. So you're not, you're not just an associate. You're not just a prospective member. You are being invited mm-hmm. in. Who do you pick?
2: You know, this is tough because my my instinct is Maverick and Goose, but we got one guy who's a loner, even in name, and then Goose is like this slavish devotion to Maverick. He's just going to follow him everywhere. And then you've got the military on top of that, and these guys are officers. There's so many nuts to crack, but then you've got – I don't know. I think for me, it's probably Brady and Gronk again. And and just for the record, I don't like Tom Brady. Um, Gronk, I don't know what my feelings are on him. He's a great football player, but I mean, Brady and Gronk, I mean, Brady's like a socialite. You get the whole Giselle f- faction added on. Which
1: Gronk, which is, that's, that's done. Not anymore. And Gronk's you're following any Brady more. around like Goose follows Maverick.
2: Gronk's yeah, again. you're He's not wrong, but around. I don't know. <laughs> I
1: you're not wrong but you sure as hell aren't right Eric.
2: I'm 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 going Gronk again. I'm not going Brady and Gronk. I'm just going Gronk.
0: Hey, Madden carried Summerall basically throughout this tournament. Why can't Gronk do the same? You
3: know, I That's a fair I assessment. Don't wanna, yes. I don't want us to crap on Goose here. Goose in his own right is an excellent fighter pilot. You know, just because he's not as dangerous as Maverick He's their fire and eight ice. That's why they work so well. Goose is steady. He plays a great, great balls of fire. He's a wonderful singer. Um, Yes, he has some suspect uh, decision making when it comes to volleyball attire. But I mean, Goose is an elite fighter pilot and Maverick is, is not the same without him. So, yeah, Maverick and Goose is a two man show. It's not all Maverick. So is Goose
0: carrying this for you here? <clears throat>
3: now, are you going Maverick yeah, Goose? Absolutely. I I just don't want okay. Jeff to fall in love with Gronk and just say, you know, Gronk's not gonna carry this, this team here. Okay. Hey
2: Cameron, I just want to say thank thank you for looking out for me. I appreciate that.
1: So where'd what you I go with Cameron? And Goose.
0: Maverick and Goose.
1: Okay. Um just a point of clarification Goose is a uh is not a pilot. He's a Rio. He's a WIZO. He's a naval flight officer. He's a weapons specialist. So he's not technically okay. a pilot. Right maybe, maybe doesn't matter here. Oh, I would like to accurate. be inaccurate. Yeah, I would like to, if this was me, um, something about being in the friend group of Maverick and Goose, uh, the friend group of military people. These people are very loyal to each other. Um, I'm, I'm pulled to Maverick and Goose. Nice. All right. So this goes to question
0: three. Maverick and Goose, though, have a two-point lead. So we'll see what happens. 29. All right. Restaurant. You and your bros decide to open a restaurant because it just looks so darn easy. Who do you choose to be your plant your partners, Maverick and Goose, or Brady and Gronk? Also, which one is the cook, mm. server, and host? So between the three of you, you have to pick a cook, a server, and a host. Mm. They they have to work there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not just you're not just silent partners. They have to work there. So mm. one of you is the host, one of you is the server, and one of you is the cook. Cameron, go uh, ahead.
3: I feel like. Never and- brady and gronk i i mean gronk's not a grown-up enough to do anything right as far as uh a restaurant i mean maybe you can make him a server or bartender <laughs> um but he's just gonna screw up the whole time brady is he's gonna want the the fancy nose in the air uh piano type you know overlooking the beach it's it's gonna be like Going for the five-star uh, restaurant, but it's just going to fall short. He's going to try to rely on his name and his wife and all of that. And then after they break up, it's just going to all go to shit. Um, Maverick and Goose have that, you know, they're going to know what they are. They know their way around a bar. Um, they're going to make it comfortable. They're going to make it military friendly. You know, a lot of it's, it's going to be like like going down to the VFW. You know, guys are going to go down there and tell stories and, um, make some friends, Maverick and Goose it is.
0: Okay. What roles? Uh, so who's the cook? Who's the server? Who's the um,
3: host? Goose is, uh, you know, doing a little bit of hosting. He'll, he'll get on the piano once everybody, you know, gets a couple drinks going. Um, Maverick, Maverick can cook and, and he's going to be, you know, different menu, there's going to be a different menu every night. Hey, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and uh, turns out he's a really talented cook. Every, everybody knows.
0: All right, Maverick and Goose, they take it. Jeff or Eric, do you have any comments before we move on to the next match? Yeah, I need to uh, assess my
2: re- reassess my thoughts on Gronkowski and Brady. I, I don't know, I. Thought I hated him. Turns out I might have some latent respect in there. I don't know what's happening. I gotta I'm gonna get back to you guys on this.
0: That's the beauty of the bracket. It brings on a lot of unknowns. And, and just for what
2: it's worth, I, I don't think I'd put Mav in the kitchen. I put Mav behind the bar. He can he can mix cocktail. I mean, he, he, he was in, in the movie Cocktail. cocktail yeah. And then he can just he slays tail in every movie he's in. So he's good to go there. So
0: all right, that brings us to our next matchup. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. <clears throat> Founding fathers here versus Ike and Patton. Oh, boy. Wow. All right. Out. These are some powerhouses in American mm-hmm. history. So let's see what question we get first. <laughs> All right. Who's going to help you move? You got to just signed the lease on your first apartment. And uh, it's, a three, it's a third floor apartment. So you got to go up some stairs. Who's going to help you move? Ike and Patton or Jefferson and
1: Adams? Ike and Patton, because I'm not letting Jefferson bring slaves to do the work for him, and I'm not going to listen to Adams grumble at me the whole time. So it's Ike and Patton. They're going to bring some tanks. We'll be moved by the end of the day. Logistics. Logistics, baby.
0: Operation Overlord.
1: Mm.
0: Cameron,
3: Jeff? I think...
2: Yeah, Eric. If you know if you know Jefferson and Adams well enough that they might help you move, you'd have slaves yourself. So settle down <laughs> with all that.
1: Well, not with Adams. Adams did. He was he was an abolitionist. He was very okay. against slavery. You Yet they're say.
2: bros. It's it's weird. Um, I, I get a lot of value of bringing up pictures of the guys we're talking about. Um, a couple of dandies in powdered wigs. I and we're not getting much done. I'm going Ike and Patton. Those guys have both been through basic training. That's that's a no brainer for you know, me.
3: Um, yeah, Ike. Ike is uh, you know the the manager. He's going to tell Patton what to do. I'm a little bit concerned that Patton's going to you know break my stuff and maybe drop it off the balcony accidentally, of course. But you know it's going to be it's going to be a rush. It's going to be quick. Um, Ike and Patton by a nose, but I don't I don't feel great about it. You guys could probably talk me out of it if you wanted to.
0: No, I think I can Patton's probably the yeah. right choice here. I think you're on the right path. Uh, all right, next question. The neighbors. So bear with me as I set this one up. You and your wife just had your first baby. It's wonderful. A beautiful baby girl that you would do anything for. However, just as you get home from the hospital, you see a fraternity moved in next door and are hell-bent on throwing the wildest parties and making your life with your bundle of joy miserable. <laughs> The only way to get them to leave is for you and your wife and two of your best bros, befriend, infiltrate, and then destroy this fraternity from within. Who's in? Ike and Patton, or Jefferson and Adams?
2: Okay, so the, we're picking who we want on our side to infiltrate the fraternity, the fraternity that's moved movie. in next door.
0: Yep, it's the it's <sighs> the it's the movie, The Neighbors. And just and Zach side Kevart. note:
2: Have you seen the second one, Sorority Rising? It's, no, it's really good. good.
0: Yeah, All right, I'll check it out. You think uh, it's going to be support you here? But it might be Jefferson. <sighs> he's a he's a sweet talker. So is
1: Adams. I don't know. They're smooth. Talking. They are smooth as Adams is not smooth. He's a bumbling, like pudgy, grumpy old man.
2: His writings and legal work are still referenced today.
1: I'm I'm not saying they aren't. I'm just saying saying, uh, he's not a smooth talker. Ike and
0: Patton are not grumpy old men.
1: Yeah. Good point. No, but there, I mean, there's a point at which uh, they're not going to infiltrate. They're just going to go through the front door with a Sherman. No,
0: you can't do that. You can't keep bringing Sherman tanks to everything, Eric.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you (laughs) can.
0: There's an HOA. There's a whole ordinance. The dean has a. It's code of conduct. You can't bring a Sherman tank to everything.
2: <laughs> hmm. God, I, I just googled Young George Patton. The picture is so old; it's in the Oval. That the your great 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 <laughs> grandfather. <his> <laughs> How old is that guy? Is he a vampire? When was he born? <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Just after oh, Adams was. They're contemporaries.
2: I feel like Jefferson and Adams can party better. Um, especially Jefferson. We know Jefferson partied because we all know what he was doing. So, um, I can Patton. I don't know. It might be a little rigid. Patton's just going to pistol whip somebody with his ivory handle or pearl. I don't handled, see whatever, a problem with
1: this. I think exactly. it exactly.
2: That's why Jefferson and Adams are much better. They get in there, they gain the trust of Zach Efron and his boys. And um, I'm going Jefferson and Adams on You're this one.
3: Cast it, nice. uh. <sighs> All right, who do you got, Cameron? Um, I'm with Jeff. Jefferson and Adams. Um, Diplomacy is the only way to go here.
0: (laughs) He's so pissed. (laughs) I take away one tank, and all of a sudden,
3: Eric doesn't want to play anymore. (laughs) This game is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Three to three. If you're
2: not going to take the bromance bracket seriously, Eric, then you can't play. (laughs)
1: So nothing more serious than a Sherman tank. That's all I'm saying. Noted. <laughs>
0: that is very serious. All right. Um, next all right, tiebreaker. Uh, we did that one. Okay, here we go. You are at the bar with your bros, and uh, at the local Applebee's when all of a sudden you see a DJ setting up the booth for Thursday night karaoke. What better way to wash down half-price apps than with the dulcet tones of amateur singing? Which bros are going to take the stage with you and do some karaoke? Ike and Patton, or Thomas Jefferson and Adams?
1: Go none of them. Any of these guys maybe good singers. Maybe Thomas Jefferson will. The other three. It will not happen. So, I'm giving my half Ike,
2: a- I- wait, wait, wait. Ike was also a politician. He could kiss some. He could kiss I, a was, cinnamon ring. He he's was all right.
1: Ike is not. He's not a politician in the in the usual sense. He was approached by both Republicans and Democrats to run on their ticket because they knew he was going to win. Like he's not a politician. He simply like was chosen to yeah. be president. Um i I just Jefferson is the only guy on this list that would do anything like this, so
3: what i I don't yeah, no, I was
2: just being devil's advocate i I don't disagree i I go Jefferson I as what, well
3: Ike and Pat um, I mean, Sherman Tank I, can't think and I of anything that Ike and Patton would get up there and belt out without just murdering
2: oh the battle I'll Hymn of the Republic. This- I'll let you. That.
3: I don't even think they would do that. I, Mine I, eyes have seen, seen the glory okay. of, of the Yeah, I don't know. I think they'd so, butcher it.
0: Hold on. Dwight D. Eisenhower, known as a passionate supporter of the musical arts, um, they were the first presidential couple to go to a musical theater in the White House. <clears> um, he even released a compilation album titled The President's Favorite Music, Dwight D. Eisenhower, and it It collected um, his favorite songs, Porky and Bass. So that's what you would sing, is Porky and Bass.
1: But he wasn't Uh,
3: performing. I I, I have an appreciation for great.
0: And then Thomas Jefferson, not on the recording. You know, he
2: was singing that in his underwear up in the Lincoln bedroom.
0: This isn't. This isn't. I'm just saying. I think you're you're not you're you're cutting Ike a little short here by saying, well, he wouldn't even do it. Apparently, he loved music. So I think if the scene was right, he would he would do karaoke with you.
3: Uh, There's a certain amount of execution involved in karaoke. Yeah, you don't have to be a fantastic singer, but you've got to have the presence. You've got to have, you know, a a little bit of charisma. Uh, John... Fair uh, fair enough. I mean, he was played by Tom Selleck. Tom was a renaissance man. That guy did a little bit of everything well. Yeah,
1: no, you're
0: right. It says here... um, A little
1: bit of freedom, a lot of slavery. Yeah.
0: Everybody... (laughs) It does say Thomas Jefferson was a that he said music was his favorite passion of his soul and that he could sing, play violin, clavichord, which clavichord, I don't even think that's a real though. instrument, and the cello. Yeah. So I get it. Thomas Jefferson's better. But let's not say Ike wouldn't even dare. That's all I'm saying. I just, I don't well, think no, that's it's a It's fine.
1: Patton, it's fine. You guys okay. don't want Sherman's in the bracket anymore. Patton They're gone. All right. So far
3: down that it would just be a train wreck. <laughs> It'd be a dumpster fire. What, what would Patton sing? The Battle Hymn of the Republic.
0: Yeah, that's probably. All yeah. Right. I don't buy it. Next bracket. Moving on. Harry and Lloyd versus Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony. Yeah, this is... This is good. A good match. Yeah, let's do this.
1: All right, first question. Let's give the people what they
0: want. Finally, yeah. The matchup we've all been waiting for. Duke and UNC. 15... All right Uh, So wreck the sack Aliens have finally decided to invade Earth And they've decided to start their invasion In a cul-de-sac on the mean streets of Bakersfield It's up to you and your bros To beat the aliens Save the Earth and still be home in time for dinner Who's got your back? Harry and Lloyd or Julius Caesar and Mark Antony?
1: Uh, Julius and Mark Antony?
0: I don't know no, have I, you seen I Attack the Block?
1: No, I haven't. And Sherman or not, like they have some worthwhile tactics or strategies. Okay. Yeah, I
2: got to go Caesar and Mark Anthony. I'd love me be some Harry and Lloyd, and they're one seed for very good reasons. But in this scenario, I've got to go with uh, the military men over the wacky antics of harry and lloyd
3: well, i'll tell you what though have you considered when they go into the restaurant and he has a really i mean they- hot pepper the guy you know they're they're you know they slip it into his his burger yeah. he eats it hey why don't you ha- how's your burger why don't you take a bite and we'll tell you that is the kind of outside the box thinking that you need to defeat aliens and they, and they took that guy down without even knowing what they're what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they applied themselves. Harry and Lloyd, it is. I mean, they made it all the yeah. way to Aspen, guys. Like.
2: Yeah. And they thought it was in California. And they got to the right Aspen.
0: <laughs> they still got there. That's <laughs> what alien can Aliens are they're all logic brained and they can't handle exactly. a Harry and Lloyd. That's what those are exactly. wild cards.
2: I mean, I would much rather watch Harry and Lloyd stop and in- Alien invasion with hot peppers. I'm I'm with Cameron on some level here for sure.
0: Okay. All right. It's two to one. Arian Lloyd, Julie Caesar, Mark Anthony. And Furiously Fast. Fast and Furious. So you're a new detective who's been tasked with going undercover to join a street racing gang that also happens to rob trucks of their high-end electronics. As you get in deep with the gang, you befriend their leader. Um, and instead of arresting him, you find out one of his crew is in trouble. And in that moment you learn there is something more important than justice, and that's family. <laughs> Who in your crew will bring you to protect you or your own? Well, I'll- There is no <laughs> you know, question in my mind
3: I think we all that know the
0: answer and Lloyd. Yeah, it's
2: Harry and Lloyd. They're they're rolling on the scooter that they traded the shaggin wagon for. Yep, and they're they're managing to keep up with Vin Diesel and his crew in that bad boy in the movie magic that can only be brought to life in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah,
3: Harry and Lloyd. What did they steal from the blind kid Billy and Forsy? They they gave him the headless bird, and then what did they get in return? Cause that, I mean, that's essentially. Well, no,
2: he, uh, they, they got some money cause he sold. Well, no, He, he got money because he, uh, he said I was able to raise a few extra dollars. Yeah. I, he sold him some baseball cards, some marbles and that's Petey.
3: Right. Pretty bird. Pretty bird.
2: <laughs> All right. Eric, and and, and we can only imagine what Harry or what Lloyd told the blind kid that those baseball cards were.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Harry and Lloyd, for sure. So, you're going with yeah. Harry and Lloyd, Cameron? Yeah, I did
3: too. Okay. All right, 42.
0: All right. It's the restaurant question again. Who would you rather open a restaurant with and who's doing what? So, who's your cook? Who's your server? And
1: who's your host? I mean, Julius and Mark are going to get it done. But Harry and Lloyd would be a lot more fun.
3: Harry and Lloyd need like a food That's, truck. It'd be more of a Fuddruckers vibe. Harry and Lloyd need a food truck down by the beach. You know, something, something like that. They're, they're selling fine. hot dogs. You, they're selling. We got worms. Want, Call it. We got worms. There you go, Eric. Yeah. As Long as they stick with their w- with their strengths, it'd be all right.
2: Harry and Lloyd. yeah, I'm not even going to explain myself. Just Harry and
0: Lloyd. That's fair. Um, extra points all right harry and lloyd move on as they should next up han and chewy gosh we got some got some ringers here han and chewy versus the wolf pack are we uh, all
3: right this is gonna be tough uh, hangover
0: oh yeah it's
2: it's the odd four-man bromance team is there
3: another wolf pack you're thinking of well i was he's a big twilight fan (laughs) <laughs> yeah team jacob team jacob i was thinking of the rat pack with um i don't know why that popped into my head so now oh I'm these guys
0: no sorry all right the wolf pack from the hangover and han and chewy from obviously star wars all right. Let's see what we've got here
2: we definitely can't do the restaurant question with Han and Chewy. So I'm hoping that's not showing up
0: again. <laughs> no, here. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Health
3: department would be all or over Or if he's
0: the cook. Oh, there's so much hair in the food. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it simple. Uh, I feel like this isn't fair. This isn't a fair question. I can't do it because it's related to their movie. Sorry. Bachelor mm-hmm. Party. Alright, let's start a band. So you want to start a band. It's a garage band. You got a 80s hair band in your garage with your buddies from high school. You got the dream, you got the pipes, you just need your bandmates. So who are the wild stallions that will join your motley crew? Han and Chewy? Or the wolf pack from the hangar. Well, they've
1: got the hair, right? Han and Chewy?
0: They do have the uh. hair. They also have the fashion. Yeah. I'm
2: not giving the musical vibes from Han and Chewy. Um you're in this band too. Yeah, I know. I've I'm I have am i got to go Wolf back Wolf Pack. I mean, first of all, I, I like a nice large band. I wanna, you know, if I'm in the band, there's at least five of us, you know. Judd's probably in the band. It's there's it's probably a good eight piece ensemble with the Wolfpack. Um I don't think Chewy can do anything but sing and maybe play like one drum. And um Han's a little aloof for the whole thing. I'm going for the Wolfpack. Zach Galifianakis um, on lead vocals. Yeah, that's that's okay, my so vote. Two, I feel one, like one, the Cameron.
3: Wolfpack would have a, a tenacious D-type thing going on.
0: Okay. Did I All lose right. you guys? Uh, on. So it's 2-1 the Wolfpack. No, you're good. I hear you. Tenacious D. So, hello. I agree. I think the Wolf Pack is probably the the right choice here. Shoot. Next question. Roommates. In this economy, the cost of living is just too high, and with interest rates the way they are, you can forget trying to buy a home. So, to save money,
3: can you hear makes me? Jeff? Great
0: memories. Which bros would you pick as your roommates?
3: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, we can hear you. The the Wolf Pack. Is your roommates
3: or <clears throat> Han and Chewie? Can you hear them? I can't hear a thing.
0: The
2: I, I, is- I don't
0: think I could live with any of
2: those Wolfpack guys. Like maybe the, the guy who's getting married, uh, Doug, is that his name? Doug? Yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe Doug.
2: Yeah. I, I could maybe live with Doug. I couldn't live with those other three. Um, I'm sure living, following a Wookiee into the bathroom is no treat, but um, (laughs) I'm going Han and Chewie because maybe we live on the Millennium Falcon and, you know, we're rolling around the galaxy making stuff happen. So, yeah. That's a
1: good point. It's a good point because they're they're already roommates, right? So they've got all the dishes figured out. Yeah. They know who's doing what. Chore list. Yeah. Okay. I'm going Han and Chewie and I think the Millennium Falcon sells it for me
0: oh wait Cameron you didn't finish oh. your vote uh roommates Han and chewy or the wolf pack
3: uh who's who's a better roommate or roommate group yeah
0: who would you rather be roommates with
3: ah okay um yeah Han is that's pretty much his his prime he was so so handsome he's gonna be a hell of a wingman you know I'm gonna get more attention from the ladies just because of, of Han. That's my roommate.
0: <laughs> I love it, man. I agree. All right. I,
2: I love All that right, Han's Chewy. got more lady pulling power than Bradley Cooper. That's awesome. He really does. Yeah, he
3: absolutely does, yeah.
0: And Chewy, man. You go anywhere with Chewy, yeah. you're getting attention.
3: Yeah. he's like 7'5". All right, five.
0: last question for this matchup. <laughs> uh, it's... All right, tag team. So, you, as a, after taking some night classes at the business annex, uh, you find yourself as the manager of an up-and-coming WWE tag team pair. <clears throat> Who do you pick to be your tag team pair, Han and Chewy, or any two people from the the Wolf Pack? So you can't pick all four; you got to pick two, Han and Chewy, or any two from the Wolf Pack. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, take it away. Yeah. In wrestling, it's got to be the woman.
2: <laughs> yeah. Chewie would throw the Undertaker out of the venue he, or <laughs> rip his yeah. legs off. Yeah. 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 But, but having said that, I mean, there is something to be said for, uh, okay, is, uh, is, is what is the Asian guy? Is he part of the wolf pack or not? No,
3: no, Leslie Chan, Leslie Chow Chow Chan.
0: Ch- yeah, I thought it was Chow. No, he's not part of the wolf pack, mm-hmm. although he's like a spider monkey when he jumps out of that trunk. But no, <laughs> he is,
2: yeah. And he did that totally naked, Very none of us knew who he was. Fashion. It
0: was pretty amazing, yep. but
2: um, no, yeah, I'm definitely going Han and Chewy,
1: yep.
3: OK, Eric, Cameron, Any, you, I mean, I, that, I, I think
1: garbage time scoring Cameron I here. I think Doug and Randy
3: would be interesting. I think they would put butts in seats. Um, I think it'd be fun to manage them. They'd have a lot of fans. I mean, just imagine Alan coming out and his who let the dogs out, you know, get up with the with the wolf howling. Um, I do think I, there's something to be said for that. Who's the one? What's Ed Helms' character? I think that's Doug, right? Or is Doug the one getting No, there? Doug is the bachelor. He's the guy that they lost. Oh, yeah. Ed Helms. Anyway. Is it Stu? Stu. That's it. Yep.
0: Stu. Yeah. Stu and Alan. I mean, Stu is interesting because he'll rip his own tooth out just to show yep. the people that he can, yep. which that's a good wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Wookiee. I mean, how, you can't go wrong with a Wookiee. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps that up. So do we want to finish this up another night, Eric?
1: Yeah, that'd be okay. wise. Let's do it. Mm. So, well, so then- when
2: we do get into this another night, how many uh, pairings do we have left? We basically got our uh,
1: we're finishing off each bracket and then the final. We're going to have seven matchups. So we got Alexander and Hephaestan versus Obi-Wan and Anakin. Madden and Summerall versus Henry the Eighth and Thomas More. And then we have Maverick and Goose versus Thomas and, uh, Jefferson and John Adams, and then Harry and Lloyd versus Han and Chewie. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going uh, to make a prediction
3: to kind of double okay. down on my previous Let's prediction. prognosticate, I think Maverick and Goose have a, a clear path to the finals. And I think on the other side, um, Jeff's love affair with uh, a young John Madden will continue. And that's how, that's could how I see not? it going. Yeah. So yeah, think but at some America point
2: who's- a young Madden's gonna run into uh, a future Vader and we're I'm gonna have a problem.
3: I don't know though, man. You're you've kinda won me over with your love affair of uh Madden and I I might I might get on board with that. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, right. if
0: anybody is – if there's anybody strong enough in the force outside of Vader, it's clearly a young John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody can, anybody can hang with a Vader, it's Madden.
2: And, and he uh, coached the Raiders before he was an announcer too. I mean, oh. the guy – He had, basically coached Darth Vader. He led an NFL life. Yeah. All right. he's He's on well, the NFL Mount Rushmore arguably.
0: Yeah. I think so. For sure. All right, Eric, you got any predictions? no you, no no okay
3: close to the vest i understand huh? it all
0: right hoffman Just remain a blank slate no favoritism from eric all right well thank you guys for joining us in this episode of dad Bod history our super Bowl bromance bracket the next episode will start with our elite eight and carry us through the championship thank you guys so much for watching make sure you like subscribe follow and uh have a great day in history see y'all next week